still a crafty forward as we've seen. Nash, third in line. It's a kick from Liam Seals. It's a beauty. So Ben McAvoy. It's a big kick. And it's a straight kick. Straight into the heart of the Crows. Jager O'Meara. Raphael Bramley let it sail over his head. What a win this is going to be. Cousins gets a clear run. A clear shot. And the celebrations have begun for the Hawks. Yes, indeed, the Hawks defied the experts' predictions in their season opener, defeating the Crows at Adelaide Oval. Captain Strats blanketed bets, Jimmy Warple impressed, and Impey's milestone match was one to remember as Hawthorne kicked off their Premiership campaign perfectly. There's plenty to recap here, so let's get down to business. Welcome to a jam-packed edition of the Hawk Talk podcast, the go-to show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me is a man who was suitably impressed with the big win. G'day, Tiz. Are we really that good? It's hard to know, isn't it? How bad are Adelaide? They did look particularly bad. <laughs> like, if that's their captain... Well, actually, they've got two captains. Yeah, they've got now, co-captains. Yeah. One lifted and one did bugger all. <laughs> I think that's pretty much the state of play Sicily there. He just absolutely slaughtered him. Just did, did what he liked, really. It was quite funny. Sicily has this kind of ambling gait that makes it look like he's hardly moving. and then Yeah. And then behind him is this puffing, menacing... <laughs> Taylor Walker, just not getting any closer. He just <laughs> It's so true. That's such a good reading on what happened so many times throughout that game. Because Sicily just had the time and space to do as he pleased. Yeah. I guess we'll just rebound from your 50 again, will we? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Clarko schooled Pike, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't think Clarko had to do too much, did he? It just seemed like Don Pike didn't have a plan B of any kind. It was very much like watching... The 2017 Grand Final all over again, where they couldn't get any possession off their halfback flank. Yeah. I thought he would have had a plan, you know, for that kind of scenario if it ever happened again. After all this time, you'd think something was drilled into the players <laughs> beside the Richmond Club song. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I was very impressed. And of course, we were all wondering how do we fill the Mitchell gap? Mm. And up popped James Cousins. <laughs> You <laughs> could have Kicked raffled. Two goals. Could have raffled the names Fantastic. there. Fantastic. Now it was clearly a group performance. <laughs> Don't be like that. Yes, Look, it's actually quite. It's actually quite funny that they're they're doing a uh, what do you call it? Almost a round robin in defence with who's the hmm. lone man back there. Yeah, and they're also doing a round robin in the uh, in the midfield, whether it's Warple or Cousins or I think even Burgers had a had a go at it for yeah. a little while. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's a team effort. It's like, it's like we've discussed on the podcast. It's going to take a few people to cover the absence of Mitchell, and I thought we got a glimpse of that on the weekend with what we were trying with some of the young blokes. And, of course, O'Meara stepped up into that, being the main man of the midfield, of course. A couple of beautiful finishes. Oh, yes. From our three main midfielders mm. for that game, both kicked, all kicked two goals. Yep. So six goals total from uh, Cousins, Warple, and O'Meara. Got to love that. Absolutely. But you don't love... Gunston and Rafed combining for one goal seven or whatever mm, it was. Yeah, probably not great. <laughs> Bruce only kicked one. Yeah, unusually quiet, Bruce. It's uh, It was interesting. It was almost like uh, the forward lines nullified each other. It was just a... Well, the forward and the back lines nullified each other. Mm. And it was just a game of the midfields. You've got to say, that's, that's one part that was kind of working for Adelaide. Their midfield, they're no slouches, them crouches. <laughs> well, they've had a lot of time out. Of the game. They have, yeah. So when they come up and meet uh, Sydney this weekend, which are the grandfather midfield, <laughs> it'll be fascinating to yeah. see to see whether they can they can uh, they might wipe the floor with the swans to be honest, if they've had they've had the wind 
Upham from the coach. As well, they should have. We'll get to the uh, the game recap in a sec. We'll just get to some social media stuff first. Now, Tiz, you can rate and review us on iTunes. We spruik that every week. We've hit 127 ratings. Our latest review, we've had a review, uh, is titled The John Barker Wing. That's right. You can give reviews titles. Does this, um, does this start left and go right? <laughs> well, I can tell you, it comes from a user called Stood On By Dermy, which is fantastic. Uh, it reads, Nick and Tiz are the Raiden Tallis and Chris Barlow of podcasting. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> but thanks, I See, guess. Chris Barlow is a favourite of mine. Mm. Due to the fact that I think twice in his career I called him in for a goal from a stoppage. <laughs> from the stands. It- I just said, this looks like Chris Bale kicked one here. And he did, twice. So really, just a point of personal pride rather Absolutely. than his ability. Yeah. Okay, oh, fair no, enough. They were lovely finishes. <laughs> they, they were. They were. Uh, the, the review continues. Always good for intel analysis and a chuckle. Keep it up, lads. You ordered us five stars, Tears. Beautiful. And you too, listeners out there. You can do that too. Just hop onto iTunes. Give us a, give us a rating and a review. Now... Hang on, that takes us to a new total. It does take us to... Well, I was getting to that. 127. absent of any... <laughs> Relevance to the Hawthorne Football yeah, Club. you're in luck. Again, there's no trip down memory lane <laughs> this week to celebrate past players. No one in the club's yeah, history yeah. has played exactly 127 games, nor has anyone exactly kicked 127 goals. Anyone so, with 127 behinds? Uh, or... well, not that I know of. <laughs> I basically just do a control F and type in the numerals. So, And there were Fair no enough. results for 127 on the page at all. So it's like the listeners don't really like this segment, Tiz. They're, I, I they're mobilising now. Research, yeah, yeah they're, they're really getting their act together and they're... <laughs> <laughs> They'll take us up to a number every week where I don't have to do any research. I mean, I don't mind it because it frees up my day a bit, but I don't want you to have the satisfaction, Tiz. I enjoy it. You don't really. Correct. <laughs> All right. You can also find us on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod. We're about to tick over to 1,350 followers, which is amazing. Saw people getting on board during the game as well as we're live tweeting it. Yeah, I've mentioned an opinion on Facebook this week. Yes, I, I did see that. Yes, you can also find us on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash hawktalkpod. Do you want to recount that opinion? You seem pleased with yourself. <clears throat> well, someone asked who's who's going to drop out of the team for Wingard, mm-hmm. um, citing Nash and Scrimshaw. Oh, you, oh, you wouldn't have liked that. No. Uh, so uh, I desperately, quickly, I put up Burgoyne. It's <laughs> a little bit harsh. <laughs> Jeez, he needs another premiership under his belt before you're convinced. No, he, he, he looked all right. It's uh, typical um, typical of an old man starting his run, isn't it? They just sort of amble is, out. Yeah. Although there was no such ambling throughout some moments of that game. He looked pretty good, I thought. Yeah, he, in, you know, in moments, flashes. That's the thing about Burgers. When he's needed, he steps up. And so true. He, so de- true. he probably wasn't needed. I don't think he was. In fact, I thought a few of our players were quite quiet. But anyway, we'll get into the recap. Uh, Hawthorne, 12-15-87, defeated Adelaide, 7-13-55. And how beautiful it was, Tiz, in my opinion, to finally see the opposition being the ones bombing it long to nothing. An intercept mark after intercept mark for Impey, Sicily, our entire back six were very well fed by Adelaide. (laughs) It was great to see. Impey, didn't he have a lot of the ball? He did. He had quite a hot start. I thought he faded for a while. And then he came back into it very strongly. Um, not bad for a 100th game. That was his milestone. And uh, I think he'd count himself as pretty happy with his performance. I reckon he heard what I said. What What did you say? When I said virtually have his spot like that. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. <laughs> Listeners will remember that for sure. <laughs> no, uh, he looked excellent, didn't he? And his disposal yeah. efficiencies increased from last year, which was the big... The big problem for him. Yeah, that was... Uh, he was a bit wasteful, and I think even uh, Clarko mentioned it at times. 
That's true. That's true. We heard from Nat on Twitter who said, uh, at Hawk Talk Pod, the press on the ball carrier was A plus and was the reason we took so many intercept marks. And John at Hawk Talk Pod wonders, have we got the best back six in the league? Where would you rank our defence? Seems like a big call, Tiz. Individually, no. <laughs> but as a set of yes. principles on how to defend, yep. absolutely, we look fantastic. I agree. Yeah. Uh, still, of course, Geelong have the best defence statistically. I did remark during the game uh, to my brother that um, I don't foresee there'll be a time when I'm not nervous when Frawley has the ball. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's like there's nothing he can do to change my mind. It's not as bad as when he first arrived from Melbourne. No, certainly not. But no. he still has the Melbourne-esque... He's got the stink on him. <laughs> Every now and again. Yeah. I'm when, a... he, when he looks too relaxed. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know either. But you're right in saying it is the, the back six as a cohort work just incredibly well together. And together, well, they're stronger. Clarkson's managed to find a way where the free man can't be manned up. Mm. He's told Scrimshaw, he's told Impey, he's told mm. Stratton, if you can, you're the free man and you just take this play on and you read the ball. Yeah, and they and work it out amongst themselves and... They do work it out. Geez, they got frustrated because Sisley wasn't going up. It was someone else taking the intercept yeah. mark. Oh, it's great <laughs> to see. There was so just so many occasions where Adelaide. Well, they had we, we the just... most disposals of any side on the weekend. Adelaide. Adelaide did. Whew. Okay. All right. Okay. So that just indicates how erring they were going forward. So actually, wasteful. I don't want to kick it. I don't want to kick it. You have it here. <laughs> And when they did finally get rid of it, it wasn't necessarily to a contest. It, it felt like many times they hit us directly on the chest. Yeah, it did. It was stunning how easily they turned over the ball uh, for how much of it they had, as you say. Well, I mean, they were at home as well. You'd think they'd be playing for touch. They got double the number of free kicks. I mean, mm. we should have won by a country mile. I think it helps that, you know, our defenders were very rarely challenged when the ball came in there because of a fairly listless opposition. I mean... Eddie Betts can't do a thing against Hawthorne ever and didn't do a thing again this weekend. Uh, Walker was absolutely atrocious. Uh, <laughs> Jenkins found the footy but did nothing of note with it. I'm wondering at this point, who wins the Nash Jenkins medal, Tiz? Because neither of them kicked a goal. Oh, come on. <laughs> Nash had his hand in five goals mm. and he had the direct goal assist for three of them, including that beautiful Bruce goal. Look, I did think it was going to be exclusively about Joe the Goose goals. But look, we'll make it overall performance, if you like. And if that's the case, Nash wins hands down. Was it Nash that handballed back to uh, Cousins for that ripper goal from his smother? Uh, it might have been. All I can remember is just Cousins with that beautiful smother and then getting the ball back. I don't yeah. remember who got it to him. Oh, so good. Yeah, I think Bruce was involved in that one as well, actually. But we'll have to go back and uh, check the tape. But, um, you know, we mentioned Sicily before. He led the entire field for marks. He clunked 10 in the back half. But um, 26 touches at 84.6% disposal efficiency. And get this, 15 rebounds from our back 50. One man had 15 rebounds from the back 50. No other player even came close to that. I think our next best was something like seven. And it might have been uh, Hardwick or Smith. Yeah, it was Hardwick. There yeah. you go. What did you think of Hardwick's game? Bit of an unsung hero, really. Like, he is in that back six, the, the back six that we've lauded. But uh, he wasn't quite as prominent as the rest. But... Um, Valuable. Love the little pass to uh, McAvoy for that long shot at goal. 
Yes, it was. It was. Which takes us into McAvoy, who was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Very nicely done with the segue there. I'll pay that. <laughs> he was colossal, doing big boy things all over the park, as he's known to do. His hands just in front of goal. He just clunks them. Two goals. Really important. They came at really important times. Uh, it just felt like at any stage of the game, when we felt like we needed a spark, we needed someone to stand up, he'd just pop up somewhere and take a massive grab. Like As you say, those contested grabs. He, it was so good the whole game. Even Anthony Hudson was surprised a couple of times. So he has 18 touches around the ground, McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Pretty much towels up big source, Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs was doing well to begin with, but then uh, McAvoy got on top. And it's important to note that of those 18 touches, 10 of those were contested, which is the number I like. Wow. Yeah, very good stuff from what Big about, Boy. What about Seggs? What's he doing? Uh, Seggs, I didn't mind Seggs' game, but... Uh, do you I, think we're taking him into the game against the Dogs? Who do we bring in? We just, we just run one ruck. I, I suppose because the Bulldogs aren't really flush with rucks, are they? Well, no, but they play that very quick running style that exposed Sydney for the first half. That's true. So uh, do we forgo the height of sex and uh, or the, and that relief kick up the line, I suppose, mm. to try and match that? Could be. Could be that we do that. Um, Segler, if he does lose his spot, I don't think it's because he did anything wrong per se. I think it is, as you so rightly point out, it'll be a case of game plan or match-ups or whatever. Or lack of impact. Yeah. He had his chances. Oh, yeah. Did it a couple of times over the ball, but I tell you what, the whole of round one was um, sort of marred by a lot of bad disposal efficiency. Mm. Um, kicking at goal was woeful across the league, mm. and uh, <laughs> there were a couple of clubs, and I think Warsfold was quite uh, genuine in saying how frustrated he was that his players were fumbling the ball all the time. Oh, yes. Dylan Shiel just had a moment to forget. Did you see that footage? <laughs> Not is sure that, what the, that is that at the end of the game where he's just oh. like <laughs> instant regret all over the whole body language of yep. regret? It's, yep. it's fabulous, it's delicious. I've never seen anything quite like that, apart from Buddy in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> now, whilst we're uh, whilst we've got Essendon in the gun, do you see everyone on Twitter today? Not everyone. All the bombers support. <laughs> well, that's on what Twitter. I mean. That's what I mean. One, my favourite mm. is like. Um, well done to the Essendon marketing department. <laughs> I've got to say, you had me believing. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you or someone else, I think, linked me to uh, uh, a fan threatening to burn their membership or microwave yeah, their membership? Yeah, but the microwave wasn't even plugged in. I mean, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> Not sharp as tools, are they? But they are tools, which is important to note. <laughs> uh, it was just delightful to watch that. Although there was that moment where I thought, oh, gee, Whitfield would look good in brown and gold, wouldn't he? And that Cornelio fella. That Cornelio fella I thought was probably the that main focus. hangs out with uh, O'Meara. Yep. Apparently they're close. Yes. I don't know how we'd afford him, though, you know, with Ruffy and Burgers and a couple of other fellas oh, hang probably on. slipping off the list. Would we have enough money for <laughs> Cornelio? Or? Yeah. Interesting question. <laughs> Feels like one of those things where the league would step in and <laughs> stop the trade. Mm, you got me worried now. Come on, imagine that midfield. Yeah, I know. I am imagining it now. If, but you if, got, me, if, got me worried of what the if, AFL's capable of. If Warple maintains his trajectory, yep. which is pretty damn good, very good midfielder, mm-hmm. not going to be a gun or, oh, steady or, on. or top What has this podcast become? Hold right? on. At the moment, Jeez. right? It just looks like he'll be, you know, top 50, not top 10. Right? You're saying he's a B-plus player? 
No, I'm saying he's an A, but not an A plus. Not an A plus. All right. Yeah. He's not a danger. He's not a Sammy Just Mitchell. Just want to celebrate the win. Do That's, you reckon? Just want to enjoy myself. Well, I think I. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just how you, I don't know, he's got a lot more to go. I don't think he's, I've seen some Messiah-like comments. Oh, no. No, And no. he's not there yet. No. I mean, we heard from hashtag footy on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, is it too early to give Warple the brown, though? <laughs> there you go. It's that <laughs> or, kind of thing. Or should the AFL wait another week or two? <laughs> <laughs> I had other people hitting us up. Actually, uh, who gets the three votes? Who gets the that, three votes? Out, that out is, of that game? That is a great was question. Is that Amira or is that Warple? Uh, well, you know me. I'd give it to Warple just because. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've, I mean, Sicily not... probably had the greatest impact on the, yeah. on the result. Yeah. But I think Amira would catch the eye with his goals. Yeah, look, O'Meara, I mean, O'Meara's going to steal a spotlight every week. I want to give it to Warple because you know I'm a fan and I I just really liked his game. And look, let's not go so far as to say he's, as you say, the Messiah. But uh, no, it was very exciting to see him in action. And uh, we had other people wondering on Twitter if he was eligible for the Rising Star still. (laughs) He's not. He's not. Just we'll clear that up. Because he played that dreadful final. (laughs) They could have left him out. He'd be odds on for the rising star, but it's good work from Hawthorne because they don't have to pay him as much because he's not a rising star (laughs) player. Jeez, you business wits about you, don't you? Yeah. All about the dollars and cents here at the Hawk Talk podcast. (laughs) It just makes me infuriated that Burton didn't win it now. He could have got him, (laughs) could have got Wingard for less. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I want to just rewind back to Impey for a sec. His 100th game, he brought down six marks, a couple of them really crucial contested grabs too. We heard from Nicholas Vines on Twitter who asks, has Impey finally found his role or do you think he'll move to the wing during the season if need be? I thought he played his best game in Hawks colours on the weekend. It's He's be a plug-and-play player. A plug-and-play player? I like that one. A yes. plug-and-player. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be more economical for you. <laughs> what about Scrimshaw going back with the flight of the ball, taking a beautiful mark? How many occasions did he do that? Was it once? I don't know. Twice? But it looked fantastic. <laughs> you just want to talk about Jack Scrimshaw. I do. He's going to be great for us. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He's a bit He's down slotted his in. Output. I mean, that kind of defensive effort from the whole side. Hmm. You, know, you can be exposed as a young man. Well, you bring up a very good point. I think that is the takeaway that he wasn't exposed and he did fit very seamlessly into a strong cohort of defenders. Mira also, who I did not expect to be playing. Mm-hmm. In the when it, the team was announced, would he you was have, excellent. Would you like me have had Brand instead? Um, well, it worked, so no. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, in retrospect, we won by thirty-two points. So everything kind of worked, but didn't I it? think Mira had the second highest disposal efficiency on the ground. So did he? But I don't think he had many touches. Did he? He had it sixteen times. Sixteen times. Okay. All right. I'll pay that. I was another wrong. anonymous backman. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we had a few players that weren't necessarily... But let's just say this. Mm-hmm. We weren't fantastic. No, we've got another level to climb to. We have several levels. <laughs> we have several gears to hit yet. This was very encouraging, but those boys know that they can play a hell of a lot better than that. Let's quickly go through the uh, the midfield cohort. Uh, we mentioned O'Meara. He's officially inherited the crown from Mitchell as our number one midfielder, in my opinion. From this match alone, you can see that he's primed. He uh, racked up 24 touches, five clearances, kicked 2-2, which is just a great game for a midfielder all round there. Uh, Jimmy Warple, 27 touches, 12 of those contested, Tiz. Yeah, and and not contested against a bad midfield either. It's no, Sloan, not at all. the two crouch boys. Well, like I said before, that was probably the... Uh, the one aspect of Adelaide that really was working. They didn't working. respect him at all. Let's just put that out there. Well, Nick. that's true, yeah. 
two goals. His third quarter was sensational. He took charge and really helped blow the game wide open when it mattered. Uh, I mean, how could you not get excited? I understand people getting on board. Do you think it might be just the five on your back that does it? Is it just like a magical number five? Well, it doesn't hurt Crimo to have a, coming through every every generation. Well, it doesn't hurt to have a uh, former number five in the rooms with you, getting you ready for the game. Sammy Mitchell being there. Tell me that's not an influence. Of course it has to be. And uh, I think it's paying dividends. It's great. So you can see his influence now? Absolutely. It's it's coming to fruition. And his influence in his absence at West Coast? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only round one, but sure, why not? I mean... Jeez, they were tailed up, weren't they? They were. I tipped Brisbane. Well done. Yeah, we'll get did to Mason's multi, multi later. <laughs> no, of course oh, you I didn't. Win we'll get to Mason's multi later, but I did tip Brisbane. So Pretty hard in the first round anyway, Nick, so don't lose heart. <laughs> don't encourage me to gamble. <laughs> gamble very responsibly, one dollar a time. Anyway, James Cousins, you brought him up before. I reckon he has a severe case of the Will Langford's tears. I know you won't like me saying that. Nah, come on. <laughs> it's a bit harsh. I just look. We'll never get him on the pod now. <laughs> I just think. His scrappy kick-and-hope style possessions. Uh, he ran at just 50% disposal efficiency. This is not to say... I how, many, how many games has he played now? Uh, uh, I want to say seven or eight. Oh, really? Less than ten? Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think you're being harsh at all. <laughs> I don't mean... Look, kick I'm not, and I hope, wasn't huh? finished. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, two of his kicks were goals. So, I mean, I can't be that harsh yeah. on the kid. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, in spite of that, I think he has a fair crack, and I was very pleased with him. So there you go, Tiz. You just should have let me finish. Okay, did he top 50 for his for his kicks, disposal efficiency? Was he above 50 or below? Cause... He was dead on 50%. Wow. Yeah. Because I know that Shields was below. Yes, Shields was at something like 46 or something. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Obviously, he sacrificed his game for the rest of the team. Was that uh, Cousins' best game at the level? I think it might be. Easily. Yeah. And Warple's best game. So really, some super positive signs for round one. Uh, we heard from Nat on Twitter who said, most pleasing, hashtag really pleasing, was the even contribution we had. Literally don't think anyone played badly. I'm inclined to agree. I think some players were down on their output, but I don't think anyone had a, a real shocker, you know? No. Good team effort first up. Uh, do you know who else mentioned really pleasing this week? Go on. Ross Lyon found the result really pleasing. Get off our turf, Ross Lyon. <laughs> Back off. I picked that one. <laughs> you picked North Fred, getting you? absolutely drummed I, into I the sand. Too. I did too. And not only because I just wanted it to happen badly, <laughs> I thought it would happen. They got no defenders. No. Uh, we heard from Carlo at Hawk Talk Pod. He asks, well, he has two questions for us. One, would a juicy round one hot take be that we might have solved our third quarter fade issue from the last two seasons? No, I don't think so. Be- I still think that first quarter was just swings and roundabouts as we mm. just maintained a pattern at the back. Yeah. And then began to slowly draw away in that second quarter. I think we began to find what worked mm. with Adelaide and what they were prepared to do with their game plan and react accordingly. Uh, the other thing I was curious about as the game wore on was whether we would have the fitness and where we were at in terms of whether we could run out a game strongly. Um, it was challenge, you got to say, in that last quarter. They did come. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, with, with Jager's goal, that was it. That was lights out. The game Snuffed. was over. Yep. Yep. Uh, so it took a while, but we got there. And I think I've seen enough to suggest, yeah, we have an appropriate level of fitness to run out a game and hold on to a lead. Uh, question two from Carlo. Have we put to bed the Clash jersey debut curse? Think the Power Rangers jersey and the white jersey, GCS atrocity. Was that a curse, was it? 
I didn't know it was a curse. No. And I will not hear someone say one bad thing about the Power Rangers jersey. I quite like it. I would still get one if uh, they made them. We heard from Josh as well on Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod. Hawks, big 32-point winners in Adelaide over the Crows. Bombers smashed by the Giants. North currently down by 30 against Frio, just so you know when this tweet came in. Do opening round weekends get much better than this? Not really. No, I quite enjoyed it. What are they going to do at Bomberland? I'm trying not to go too early on this. I nah. I find it hard to Jump take round one. Jump on now. <laughs> I find it hard to take round one results too seriously. What are you talking about? They look listless. I know they looked horrible. And like, no no team in round one should look that bad. No. You should be up for the fight. They've had the summer off, yeah. right? And they were this tired. Is, this is and, the game that you had Melbourne longest. looked like they'd run out of gas during the third <laughs> quarter, which is just terrific. Yep. I mean, they even let Ryan Burton look good. Oh, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> we heard from Mal on Twitter <laughs> who says, did you say that Ryan Burton had 26 touches in Port's win? Did he really? Apparently he did. Where did he play? I don't know. I didn't really watch that closely. Was he behind the ball where he really enjoys his footy? <laughs> you know, where he doesn't get bored at all and just start punting it up the field lonely to no one? Did, was Such that where venom. they put him? or uh... Such venom. Oh, come on. Everyone knows he wanted to be a forward. Yeah. I mean, harking back to what I was saying before, it is, you know, I don't like getting carried away with round one results, but I mean, the more I think about it, it's the game that you've had the longest to prepare for. You shouldn't be smacked by 70 points. I think it's, you don't know how your opposition is going to play. I mean... So I think most of the games... Shouldn't the coach you have some was, kind of intel on... The coach and the preparation in terms of game plan is just so, so important. Yeah. And if you all, get it wrong in that first game, it takes you two months to get it right. You've got to re-engineer yeah. your whole game plan. Well, you've got to be flexible, don't you? Which is something that we also didn't see with Don Pike. I mean, he just didn't adjust to anything that Clarko was doing, and Clarko sat back and just went, yep, this is good. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I mean, his players weren't adjusting, though. They weren't handling pressure no. at all well. No, they weren't. It, Malira looks good. He makes the others look shameful in the way that he can handle pressure and, mm. and keep the ball and pick the right target. They've got plenty of talent on that list, especially that forward line. God, imagine that under Clarko. Oh, it's a great forward line, which is why it made it so much fun to see it malfunction the way it did. It's like this list, this particular forward line group should be getting more of the footy and should be punting them through the big sticks, and they, they just could not get it. It was fantastic to watch. So are we um, are we talking premierships? Is that is that <laughs> what we're doing? Again, you know my stance on round one. No, we're not talking premierships. Uh, no, this hasn't... Not just one, too. <laughs> this has not swayed me from my season prediction. I think finals, but just. And uh, I probably won't be swayed on that for a good few rounds, even if we keep winning. So... Who have we got next? We've got the Western Bulldogs at the MCG. Not Marvel Stadium, the and MCG. Then, then uh, who is it? I want to say this, uh, it's the Kangaroos, isn't it? And... Yeah. And then the Saints. Yeah. And, and then I don't remember who after. Geelong. Geelong, right. So do you think we'll do all right for the next few rounds then? You just don't know. I mean, look at look at the round we've just seen. So many surprises. I just, I'm not willing to call that. Okay. I'd say if we do get through it all, yes, we'll be looking very good. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just, I'm And we've still got Wings, yeah. Wingard, and, and Scully. Skulls, Scully. Skulls. <laughs> <laughs> they they're both on track to return. Look, I'm just tempering the optimism. Why? Because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't want to build myself up too much just in case I'm let down. Ah, get on board. This is it. We're coming. This feels like a new Tiz has walked into the well, studio. It was just such an emphatic 
destruction of that whole Adelaide process of mm. going forward. They, they just looked um, impotent. Oh, I want to make it clear. I, I have enjoyed this victory, for sure. I just look forward to seeing what we can produce in the next few weeks now. And if it does go to script, and then as the you're dogs out, let the swans kick, how many unanswered in that third quarter? Now is that a fitness issue? They've got a young team; they just run out of gas for a while. There, well, Suckling uh, did an ankle, I think, so that didn't help their Was ball that distribution. The, the turf issue in the end, or? yeah. Oh, okay. no, I'm not looking forward to playing at Marvel. That's for sure. No, well, that's what a couple of weeks away now. They need to do something about that. The AFL can't afford to have their own stadium, their marquee stadium mm. that they've purchased. Be uh, OHS hazard. Do you reckon they're aware of the issues, though, Tiz? I oh, mean... absolutely. <laughs> no. I mean, how many years have they had? This has always been in the headlines. Well, I think Sean Wren sued the AFL did he actually? on OHS, OHS guidelines yeah. uh, when he did his knee in Adelaide after he slipped over on a. Uh, I might need to be corrected here, but uh, it was one of those. Um, Sprinkler. Yeah, I was going to say, you're making the hand motion like, yeah, sprinkler. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think he won that case. I'm not sure that it was settled in. Uh, it was settled out of court, I think. So there we, we don't really know the result. But then he came to Hawthorne after that. Maybe uh, people can help us out and verify that for us on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod. Hit us up there and let us know if uh, Tiz is on the money with that story. So it's not like it's unprecedented if, no. if a player were to do that. No, exactly right. Uh, but fortunately, we're not at Marvel this week. We're at the MCG. It's on our own turf, our own terms. Uh, 3.20 p.m. Sunday. It's another one of those uh, fun Sunday games. Got plenty Aren't of them all of them season. at 3.20 for the next few rounds? Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's not my favourite time, but uh, oh, it's not there a it bad is. time. What else are you doing at 3.20 on a Sunday? I think we said that about the Adelaide game last week. That was at 4-something? <laughs> yeah, 4.35. Yeah, 4.35 our time, mm-hmm. local time. But uh, look, I'll be there and... Uh, I look forward to seeing what we can produce against the dogs. We what heard. I mean by that is, if it's like you know one o'clock in the afternoon, hmm. you got to you got to you know finish stuff up early to get to the G or whatever. Yep. In the morning, yep. or you don't do anything that morning. Yeah. Or, you know. Well, it's almost like two ten is the opportune time for a game of football. <laughs> <laughs> Who works that out, and why have we stopped doing it? Oh and yeah, then, the broadcast rights. And then uh. Saturday night, you can't really do much out if you've gone to the footy. Yeah. You know. I don't mind it. It's fine. Ah, it's all right these days. I mean, comedy festival, it's a great time to be out and about. Go see a game of footy, go back into the city, see some live comedy. Good month in the works, Tiz. If everything does go to script, as you say, we're in for a bit of a fun month. Uh, we heard from Carlo at Hawk Talk Pod, who says, A win over a mentally unstable Adelaide Crows is all well and good. What changes can you see us making, and where can we improve for the Bulldogs at the MCG on the weekend? Oh, I tell you what, our forwards could kick accurately from set shots. I think our forwards could get involved in set shots. Um, you pointed out that Ruffy, did he have a shot, shot at goal in the end? I think he had one. Mm. Uh, Bruce, Gunston, our traditional forwards could really make their stamp. I don't think the midfielders will be as good this weekend against the Dogs. I think their midfield look very good last week, but mm. I think our defence will stand up well enough. Mm. So there's no passengers at Hawthorne. There are a few at the Western Bulldogs. There are a few kids still mm-hmm. learning their game. Yep. Uh, so we'll probably expose them for that, but I think their midfield will well and truly match us. Yeah. And we'll probably lose the possession count again. It'll just be our efficiency that keeps us up, and we need Ruffy and Gunston, who obviously hasn't had a lot of prep, but we need them to be kicking their goals this week. I completely agree with you. I think, as you say, the midfield is going to be... We're going to meet our match there, but... And Clarko needs to decide what to do with the rucks. Yeah, yeah. But It'll probably depend on the weather. 
um, being a sort of twilight game, it could get pretty slippery. I think ultimately the result's going to be decided on what the Bulldogs' soft underbelly can produce. What do you mean, endeavour? Well, I think Hawthorne will want that win more than the Dogs, to be honest. Oh, I completely agree. But um, it'll be whether we can outclass them or not, which I think is on the cards. We do have a better playing list than them. Um, do we go head-to-head in the midfield or we just put someone to bond a pelly or Well, that might come down to selection. I mean, we've got a few questions here. Remember about... last time Johannesson cut us up for a half until we put someone on him and then... <laughs> It was the dogs lights couldn't out. get anything after, over halfway. <laughs> that was quite funny. Yeah, that was good. And that was at Marvel as well. Yeah. I Bruce think, kicked six, didn't he? Uh, yes, I think he did in the end. Or was that Carlton? Was it against Carlton? No, I think it was the dogs. Yeah. I was sitting behind the goals, clapping everyone. <laughs> Very good. Very that good. one Ruffy didn't even bother to try and mark. He just <laughs> sort of slapped it down to Bruce to waltzed in the goal. Brilliant. Ruffy took three with him in that marking contest. <laughs> We heard from Andrew on Twitter who asks, uh, I know Poppy put a heap of pressure on in the Adelaide game, but he didn't do much else. Do you reckon his spot is being questioned and who could fill that role? Uh, it would be being questioned. And there are plenty of fellas putting their hands up. There's Dylan Moore, there's Hanrahan, there's um, that fella that we got, Wingard. There's um... Oh, yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all want to play that role, but whether they're dedicated enough to provide that pressure that we definitely need. That's what won us the game on the weekend, the fact that Adelaide mm. couldn't muster any sort of possession yep. through the lines to expose our back six. Yeah. No, they couldn't generate any momentum. And I know that, you know, the likes of Poppy and Nash, you know, part of me is inclined to be critical of them looking well, at the Well, Nash sheet. is a tall pressure forward. Well, that's right. Well, they, but they both serve that purpose. Like They might not have massive numbers when you look at it. Tell you but... what, Nash would hurt when he tackled, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be he tackled enjoys by it. Nash. He really enjoys it. There's a bit of uh, rugger in his uh, training, I think. Don't want to be crashed by Nash, Tiz. <laughs> <laughs> if he had only kicked that goal, yeah, that were, he needs the confidence. That's he what he needs. He does, yeah. He needs confidence he can, in front of goal. he can field kick beautifully, yeah. and then he misses easy goals. Baffling. I can't think of anybody I've said that about before. <laughs> <laughs> You're really going to draw me on this? Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Oh, go come for on. It. He no. could be. He's no. huge. He's like the wind. <laughs> Runs like the wind. Could take a mark. Can't take a contested mark above his head, though. <laughs> Literally, though, you, you, you make a good point. There are that some similarities. You make a point that there are so many people that could put their hands up for Poppy's role. They might just play it safe, they might just keep him in the team because he, yeah, did, he did to some extent fulfill his role, Poppy. Well, we won. Yeah. Well, the yeah, team well. fulfilled their role. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Uh, we heard from Mount Everest on Twitter who asks, if Mitchell returns, will that make Jager or Warple worse or will they all stay the same? I don't think anyone suddenly becomes worse. I think their role changes. No, I'll tell you what, our team looks bloody fantastic when you consider Mitchell, Amira, Cornelio, <laughs> Warple, yep. and uh, Cousins. Yep. They probably all don't get a game, actually, with... Uh, Oh, no. It comes to a point with Hawthorne, with the guys that we've got on the pine at the moment, as soon as they get healthy, it's a logjam. Not everyone who you'd like <laughs> in the team is necessarily going to be Can't in the team. I can't believe Scully is on the cusp of playing. Yeah, can we talk about that for a sec? That's uh, Cause, uh, quite that's surprising sort of, news um, in the past week. Did we hire Merlin the Wizard or something? <laughs> what happened? It's, uh, it's this got... is a number one pick. Yeah. This is one of the best footballers in the comp yeah. when he's going. 
this is a bloke who has like the top six records for most kilometers covered in a game. Mm-hmm. Top six. Mm-hmm. No one else near him, right? He yep. has the six records. Yeah. And we've got him. <laughs> for nothing, virtually. For nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. I mean, what's in the water down at the Rico Centre? And what the <laughs> hell were the Giants doing? Surely he comes back through the VFL, wouldn't you expect? Or I think, not? I think both Wingard, uh, well, a bit German there. I think both <laughs> Wingard and Scully might return through the Wingard VFL. Wingard would not even consider coming back through the <laughs> VFL. Yeah, that's just not my read on him. <laughs> that's just my read on him, okay? Well, I would like to think that Hawthorne is the kind of club that would Just make twist him. his arm and, yeah. and make him go through. It's like, look where you are. You're playing for Hawthorne. It's you, a privilege you, to play so for Hawthorne. you've looked at Wingard and you think he needs that. <laughs> what, so we're just going to bow to everything he wants? No, I mean, he needs to, you know, prove himself to the group before he gets games. Uh, no, it's not so much, no, it's not a, a trial per se. It's just getting his body back in the swing of things. Okay. That's all it is. It's nothing reflecting on his... If he was fit and healthy and, and had footy under his belt, you know, I'd put him straight back in the team. But as it is, I would understand if they took the more cautious approach. That's all I'm saying. But you're right, though. I mean, Clarkson, with that win against Adelaide, now has an ability to ignore Wingard for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, as it is. Yeah, he's, he's got a team that got the job done, got it done handily. Um, so we heard from Ryan on Twitter, who makes way for Wingard? I mean, that's a question as well. Would it be Poppy? Would it be someone else? It's, I like that we have options. It's a good place to be in for round two. Well, yeah, there, there comes your X Factor. Yeah. Basically, yeah. If you if you're gonna, I mean, Poppy has X Factor in his own right. So if you are gonna rob the team of that, inject it back in, put Wingard in, or you can put more in and give him a go. So I just I like the versatility here. I like the avenues that we can go down. We heard from JM via Facebook as well. Uh, if Daniel Howe is fit, will he be back in? And if so, for who? Oh wow! Now he reckons keep Cousins in, and I'm inclined to agree. Cousins has done little wrong. Well, I to don't think Howe plays Cousins' role. Well, that's true as well. Yep. So, how could be a great run with player for someone like Bond? That's true. Yeah, I was just think I was racking my brains to think who who out of the Bulldogs would we tag? Would we stop? And the Bond is certainly one. Wait, can you actually tag the Bond? Well, I look forward to finding out. His. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can probably tag him for maybe a quarter and sort of sort of drop his disposal efficiency, but you're not going to have that much success with him. And that's the question: Do you bother bringing in a player that's not going to give you much attacking? Yeah, like yep. uh, how if it's mm. that, that's a that's a question that the match committee has. Unfortunately, we had some bad news in the VFL practice game, didn't we? We did, we did. Uh, Hawthorne defender Tim Moore suffered a dislocated knee in a practice match for Box Hill on Sunday, which uh, reports on both Facebook and Twitter at the time suggested it could be worse than that. So I'm could kind be broken, of yeah. yeah, I'm kind of relieved that it was only a dislocated knee. But I mean, I but did the a extent quick... of that injury could be. That could be a year or could be weeks. Well, that's what I was wondering about. My first thought was, oh, geez, that's such shocking luck for a guy that's had injury concerns in the past. Uh, a quick Google of that typical recovery time. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, Dr. Google. Yeah, playing Dr. Google for such an injury, probably looking at upwards of <laughs> six weeks. Have you never weeks. been to your GP and they said, please don't Google your symptoms before coming in for consultation? Yeah, but it doesn't stop me doing it. <laughs> Bit of fun, isn't it? I'm sure uh, Moore did this in the back of the Ambo. <laughs> <laughs> but, He's uh, like leg hanging from knee. That's, oh, God. <laughs> it's a visual. <laughs> Very visceral. Uh, upwards of six weeks. 
is what I'm reading. Oh, God. So a rather large window, but yeah, okay. <laughs> so at least six weeks. So, I mean, poor Timmy Moore. I mean, obviously, you want it to be not so severe, but we're, we're yet to hear what the actual uh, prognosis is. We've got Graham Wright commenting, saying that Tim was taken to hospital having dislocated his knee and will stay in overnight for observation. The specialist will assess him and will provide a further update following this. Now, as we record, that update might have happened. Yeah, well... We wish him all the best. We do. We do. There's you need a bit of luck coming back from that. And yeah. the pain would have been extraordinary. And what's he, something like 31 as well now? He's he's not oh, yeah, young. But he's a backup and he's also training some of our, our defenders in, in how to go about the game. Now, and spe- you can see that he's been pretty effective with a couple of them. Now, speaking of, uh, it, it's good to have that mentor figure around. Uh, Tom Mitchell flying up with the group. Uh, spotted in Adelaide in the rooms and such. Yeah, it's he'll be, good to he'll see. be travelling with the group the whole year, won't he? I well, hope I'll, so. Yeah, I would hope so. Sitting I'll, in the box and I don't see why not watching other people's mistakes and learning <laughs> not to make them himself and <laughs> telling Warple what he did wrong. Well, yeah, effectively. You, I mean, what if, he did right. It's, yeah, well, that's also the point, isn't Warple's it? Warple's a little bit taller, kicks it a little bit further. <laughs> did you notice? Tommy Mitchell would have had to take another couple of strides to put that one through. Okay, 50. all right. But it did look a little bit Tom, didn't it? Where he sort of... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Sort of pretended to give and popped it through. I mean, you're talking to me like I'm not over the moon. Of course I am. He's no. number one fan. This would be a Warple appreciation podcast if I had my way. I'm just waiting for you to pick the next fella. You picked more, but he's not playing yet, so... <laughs> what, is, is in, ter- in terms of what? who do we throw all of our support behind? Yeah. Because we had Mitch. generally, it's because they've got a good nickname, isn't it? Isn't that the main? Uh, usually, it works with a hashtag. <laughs> it's uh, switch to Mitch. yeah, content engagement is. How what are you we going go with the mighty flying? The mighty, the mighty fighting is what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, the mighty, <laughs> mighty fighting. Clearly, it's stuck with you. Yeah. Um, I don't. I still am unclear about which one they're going with. Whether it's hashtag always or hashtag the mighty fighting. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Speaking about always, mm. um. Xavier Ellis. Yep. He's just announced that his youngest son will be a Hawthorne supporter. Oh, excellent. So um, that's better news than finding out that uh, Anderson's boy is just absolutely gunning it up because uh, he, he's not eligible for father-son. Oh, so okay, gotcha. we're going to be gotcha. missing out on... Uh, mm. Anyway, he, he will be in attendance at the 1989 uh, <laughs> reunion. Well, it's funny you mention all this, Tiz, because I was just thinking the other day that... Um, before long, we'll we'll have the reunions for the 2013, then the 2014, 2015. It's Can't good. we just roll them into one? Nah, that's not indulgent enough. <laughs> Let's live it up every year. <laughs> Get everyone back. <laughs> oh, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. But no, we've got to focus on the here and now, don't we? We've got to focus on Hawthorne versus the Western Bulldogs at the MCG. Sunday, 3.20. You going? Yes, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there too. Wouldn't miss it. First chance to see some footy live. Are you uh, Are you a bit cagey about going to Canberra now, given the results on the weekend? Oh, no. No, you still want to? No, they'll be like uh, six or eight games ahead of the competition. They won't need to beat us. <laughs> It's a twisted sort of optimism, I guess. <laughs> All right, okay, we no, ride with that, I guess. They're not that good. Just, just an Essen and a piss week. Come on. All right, okay. Didn't I say we're going to focus on the here and now? We've got the Western Bulldogs. So I guess you want my rant, seeing as that's the uh, that's the tonic. that That's what makes us win, apparently, in your Do you view. mention Juray? Because if you don't mention Juray, I don't want the rant. Oh. <laughs> We are a happy team in Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't mentioned Jure. He kicked or a couple Suckling. on the weekend. Did He's he playing forward. Yeah. 
Oh, he kicked one, I saw. Jeez, I wish he, wish he had to kick some goals for us playing forward. He did. He took that screamer. Remember that? Then went back and missed. But he kicked a couple of goals. <laughs> that goal against Frio, that was in the prelim. Yeah, no, that, that was amazing. That's his, uh, that's his entire legacy right there. That is a Not goal the for entire the legacy. He also tailed well, up Mark Lacroix that day. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think it really gets better than that for Jure, does it? That's a hell of a goal. I'm pretty sure he's quite happy with that, yeah. Yeah, we should be. I'm not putting him down. <laughs> I haven't put him down in the rants. <laughs> so, I mean... No, I focused on other things. Suckers? Did you get suckers? I haven't mentioned suckers. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Just Even Smithy refers to him as, the, you know, the what is it? The Voldemort thing. He shall well, he not, should be, not named. be named. Yeah. No, I, I haven't gone so far as to uh, eat our own, as it were. I've got to see these guys at the aforementioned reunions, Tears. I can't be going around burning bridges. All right. Come on. Off you go then, champ. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Do you no. mention Who Let the Dogs Out? Because no. that's one of my favourite songs. That's, oh, is it one of your favourite yeah. oh, songs? Yeah. So feel free, listeners, to at tis of all the remixes of <laughs> Baha Men's Who Let the Dogs Out. You'll enjoy Do you that. remember when they used to play that at Dogs games? Did they really? Yeah. I remember Essendon used to play Let's Get Loud by J-Lo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Oh, flashbacks. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, on with the rant, eh? And then Cyril broke through and kicked that goal. <laughs> there we go. We've, we've made it right again. On with the rant. I just want to check in with the Western Bulldogs faithful. What is this? Year three of the all-new Premiership drought? How are you? You in for the long haul at this point? Hey, you beat Sydney. That's worth something, isn't it? Personally, I'm glad you got over the Swans because that means you'll be walking to the G with your tails wagging, your spirits soaring, and that, Bulldogs fans, is my favourite time to beat your mob. There's something so alluring about dashing false hope. You never learn, do you? And I never tire of it either. I guess the one good thing to come out of Sunday is with the kind of smashing coming your way, your club might just stumble into some kind of relevance again. You'll hit the headlines, and you won't even have to wear an awful Guernsey to do it. But seriously, if people think you looked bad last week wearing that strip, you better believe that by the final siren this Sunday, Hawthorne's going to leave you looking a whole lot worse. Yeah, I, I guess after beating Sydney, they don't do much, do they? Just historically. <laughs> it's a neat little drive by Tears. I'm impressed. <laughs> well, they, uh, they're, um, they're just campaigning for memberships, aren't they, over there? Do they have any choice? They've got to build funds somehow. What is it with Sydney just losing every early game in a season now? I don't know. It's peculiar, isn't it? Longmire not being able to kick more than one goal in the first half with Buddy Franklin in that side. Yeah. Do you reckon he has his doubts again? You're saying he's going to come back to Hawthorne? Oh. <laughs> Does his contract allow for it? I mean, he went over to chase premiership success. Yeah. Hasn't worked out. you got to say at this point... It doesn't, doesn't look the fittest he's been. No, and it doesn't look like it's going to work out. So... I mean, even Hannah's jumped off. And is ne- they've now declared Hannah's isn't, isn't fit enough to return to the game for some weeks. Well, what kind of shambles of a club would... Recruit someone who doesn't come into the side immediately. That's, oh, hang that's on, hang on. Wait, 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 we've gone early. We've got them in a few weeks. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a sort of double-pronged. <laughs> oh, we should dear. be all right. Yeah, well, I think, well, I expect a win, put it that way. I'm yeah. more confident than I was in round one. So I think we should handily dispose of the Bulldogs. I'm not, not saying we'll smash Having it, said that, we should win. There will be definite inconsistencies among the young fellas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we can't expect to win like that every week. But... Well, I, I don't expect the world. I just expect a win. Um, but I, I, you know, I think 32 points over Adelaide was a tremendous effort. I don't expect a replication of that. I think just get the job done. Take the four points and we move on to the Kangas next week. So professional. <laughs> it's a little bit methodical about it, wasn't I? No, I meant the club.
Oh, right. They're professional in the way they go about it. They know what they have to do, just enough. Well, we wait to see what happens at the selection table. Uh, then They're flush with options. I mean, you'd almost go in unchanged. You, you could. You could if you wanted to go in unchanged, but it all depends on... Availability. Availability. Some of the best. Yep. Yep. Who's impressing at VFL level? Some of the big recruits. Are they right? Oh, boy, it's an exciting time to be a Hawks fan, isn't it? Yeah, if you haven't bought your membership, I reckon pretty good time to, really. Yeah, absolutely. Season full of promise. Uh, now, Tiz, a social media wrap just before we wrap this thing up. Uh, iTunes, 127 ratings. As we said, you can jump on there, rate and review us. Uh, it's really good when people do that. We, we read out that review that we got before, and it's super encouraging when people say such nice things. It's even better when they join the convo. Some yeah. people got some interesting opinions. I'll take them all. I'll take them all on. I, I love reading what people say about our club and uh, the enthusiasm, the passion behind it is what I enjoy. Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, that's where you can do that. You can really join the conversation there. Uh, help us tick over 1,350 followers. Do we have a set target for this year, Tiz? Are we going to nah. be so bold as to set one? No, nah, no. Nah. Just upwards and onwards is, is the goal. This is. It's a little bit of a, a ticker for us to know that we're doing all right. That's about it. Yeah. So we thank you for that. Jump on board there at Twitter. And you can get on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash hawktalkpod. And uh, that just about wraps it up, Tiz. Yeah, so what's the margin on the weekend then? I thought you were going to ask me that. Um, uh, nah, three goals. Yeah, I think about three to four is probably right. Yep, I'll take that. Are you going to be at the, uh, the MCC? Absolutely. Yep, not standing yep. room. People often wonder, like, you know, they'll swing by M10, they'll wonder where you are, I'll be there, but, and I just explain, you're not a man of the people. <laughs> is, is that is that what you actually say? <laughs> Jokingly. Okay. <laughs> just taking notes. You do take notes. Do you still buy the record? I mean, I still buy the record, yeah. You write down the goals and points? Yep. Like it's not available, that information won't I don't, be available I don't just else. do that, actually, I do mm. something else. Yep. I do my own little tracker. Okay. Around the outside of the record. Right. Okay. So, plus, obviously, how many we're ahead or minus how many we're down. Mm. And then every time we screw up an opportunity, I put it in. And that way, I can see the momentum's changing. Bloody nerd. <laughs> <laughs> we are a happy team at Hawthorne.